Welcome to the Decoding Digital Marketing Podcast, where we hand out the official digital marketing manual and secret decoder rings so that you too can become part of the Digital Marketing Club. Now set your decoder rings to A3. Code names are optional. Hey everyone, welcome to session three. Today, I want to tackle the basics of keyword research. You are not alone if this is something that leaves you dumbfounded and in need of a cocktail. Even us SEO pros get frustrated. So I thought it would be helpful to start at the beginning. After all, even Julie Andrews says that's the best place to start. Don't worry, I'm not going to break into song. So the very first step in keyword research is understanding the searcher's intent. You know, that person typing a string of words into Google that you hope finds your content? You can break down all online searches into four categories. Navigational, informational, commercial investigation, and transactional. Yes, you're right. That sounds a whole lot more complicated than it should be. Just stick with me. I'm going to decode all of that fancy mumbo jumbo. The reason I'm breaking down online searches into these four categories is because it helps you when you actually go to conduct the keyword research. By understanding why people are searching for your content, that will give you a major clue into decoding what words they would use to find it. I'm gonna make this easy and go through each type of search and explain what people are looking for and then how I would use that info to research keywords that would benefit me. Sound good? Okay, let's decode the first one, the navigational search. These are simply searches people conduct when they already know where they want to go. For example, how many of you would type the full URL for Target? Wouldn't you just open up Google and type Target into the search box? Luckily, these types of searches are brand related. So figuring out where these search terms are is a lot easier. However, people do run into some trouble with this because they don't optimize for the names people actually use, but what their legal or PR teams want them to use. What do I mean? Well, if I was lucky enough to work for the New York Giants football team, there might be a lot of pressure to reference the team by its official name, the New York Giants, all spelled out. But do you think us Giants fans would actually type that into a search box to get to the official site? Probably not. Phrases like NY Giants or Giants NY might be used. Even something like G-Men could have volume. Another example for you non-Giants fans, Coca-Cola. The official name is The Coca-Cola Company with hyphens and a capitalized T. How many of us would spend time properly writing that? You and I would use terms like Coke or Coca-Cola without a hyphen. So just be aware of this and put in more everyday terms people use regarding your company name or even your personal name when you're using Google's keyword planner. Now let's move on to the second type of search, informational. Yes, I know that sounds too broad and you're thinking, aren't all searches informational? Yes, they are. But what I mean by this is people are conducting searches to answer a question. For example, who is the comedian in Caddyshack? 
temperature should my turkey be? What's the capital of Idaho? These types of searches are always posed in the form of a question. So when you do your keyword research, you need to enter in the longer phrases that are questions. I particularly find these searches to be gold when building a brand's authority and trust. If you are an information source for people to learn or to be reminded of the basics, they will remember you and begin to trust you. Once you've earned some trust on the little things, they'll come back for the bigger things, which will eventually lead to them taking the actions online that match back to your business goals. This brings us to the third type of search, commercial investigation. Think of these searches as research type questions. People are trying to learn more about a topic, a person, or a product. They're both professional and personal in nature. For example, what are the top five vacuum cleaners? How do I choose the best PR company? What's the best hotel in Cancun? These types of searches are helping people gather enough info to purchase something. If you've built up the trust and authority with the information queries we just talked about, when it comes time for these commercial investigation searches, visitors will be more likely to seek your site out or click on the search results when your site is listed. The data shows people purchase from companies and brands they already trust. So why wouldn't you provide them with the information they're seeking? All right, now let's move on to the fourth type of search, the transactional search. If the navigational search and the informational search got together and had a baby, this would be it. For this type of search, people generally know what they're looking for, but they need some help in finding it. The other key here is that the person has the intent in taking an action once they find the info they're looking for. So for example, if you're out running errands and you want to find a sandwich shop in the section of town you're in, you'd bring up Google and type in something like sandwich shops DuPont Circle. Or if you're an aunt like I am and you're looking for a place to get your niece or nephew a baseball glove, you type in something like kids baseball glove. The searcher is primed to take an action. So if your site is optimized for these types of phrases, you put yourself in the right place at the right time to make that sale. Now that we understand all the ways people search online, conducting the keyword research becomes easier because all you need to do now is look at each content piece and match it to the type of search that someone would be conducting to find it. Now that we know the four ways people search online, keyword research becomes a lot easier. A very important note here, forget you work for your company. Try to put yourself in the searcher's shoes. Think about things like industry jargon. Do they use it? Do they talk in general terms? Or do they talk in very precise technical language? Do your best to think like your target audience, not how you want them to think about you or even how you think about yourself. So go get your list of keywords together. Once you have that, ask yourself these three questions. Number one, is the keyword relevant to the content your website offers? Number two, will searchers who find your site using this term find the answer to the question they're asking? Number three, will the people coming to your site help you meet your own goals directly or indirectly? 
If you answer no to any of these three questions, the keyword's not right for the content. Start again. If you answer yes to all of these questions, then the keyword string is a really great candidate for being used to optimize your copy. That's the basics of keyword research. Now you're well on your way to understanding keyword research. Go test it out. If you have any questions, please feel free to leave comments in the section below. I hope you found this helpful. Stay tuned for more. For more information about this episode, please go to fullerdigitalstrategy.com forward slash podcast. You'll find all the show notes there along with the ability to contact me. Also, feel free to visit the site to learn more about the services FDS has to offer, along with more in-depth information about the latest digital marketing tips and tricks contained on our blog. Lastly, if you enjoy this podcast, please leave me a review on iTunes. It not only lets me know if I'm doing well, but it also helps keep this podcast going.